0: The live opinions, descriptions, and accounts expressed on the Best of Times Radio Hour are ones of the hosts and guests of the show and are not necessarily those of Clear Channel Radio or this station. Consult with your attorney, accountant, financial planner, physician, or other professionals for final advice in making your decision.
1: The Best of Times, live from the KWKH studios in Shreveport, Louisiana, celebrating age and maturity helping you make the best years of your life the best they can be, the best of times. Your host, Gary Kalikas.
2: Good morning, Architects listeners. I'm Gary Kalikas, the publisher of the Best of Times News, a news magazine for mature adults in northwest Louisiana. I do thank you for tuning into our radio show today. In just a few minutes, we're going to learn about a new book in the Voices of Civil War series. It is Saturday, August the 12th. Today we are broadcasting our radio show live from the studios of AM 1130, KWK, Home of the Legends, a Clear Channel radio station in Shreveport, Louisiana. Good morning, Miss Angela.
3: Good
4: morning. Are you
2: doing well today?
4: Doing
0: pretty good.
2: I want to tell you and our listeners, we, last week I've had so many people come up to me and tell me that they listen to my radio show and that they love the information that we convey, the educational information the in, and and the uh, other aspects of our show. They also, uh, several of um, Angela, mentioned your na- by name. Really? And I was so proud that they listened to you. And, I, and they said, oh. this this lady moves around at Clear Channel. I said, <laughs> what do you mean by that? We hear her on Keel, We hear her on The Best of Times. We hear her on other Day. I said, yeah, she's very diver- diversified lady. Well, again, I want to thank all our listeners out there, and hopefully you'll tell others to listen to our radio show each Saturday here on AM 1130, Kenobi Cage. I've had, I, I do want to, make one mention that uh, we're very sorry that some of our radio shows are not yet on our website.
0: By the way, I do have CDs, and they will be there soon.
2: Very good. We've had several callers last week asking us when a certain radio show is going to be put on the website to download. And right now there have been several thousands of radio shows that are being downloaded, and our guest today is one of our top leading downloading shows, uh, Dr. Gary Jordan's shows. It really has been one of the top, we've got about 30 or 40 radio shows, and his radio shows amongst the top of many thousands of people throughout the United States downloading those radio. Last Saturday we had a live radio show in front of an audience at Live Oak Retirement Community where Joe Gilso, attorney, and Vicky Rich, uh, a geriatric, geriatric case manager discussed life care planning, a very unique service now available in northwest Louisiana to help senior citizens and their family members establish a dynamic and changing plan to deal with many life care decisions. We learned that it's not only legal and financial issues but also health care decisions and options that need to be made. For more information about life care planning, contact the offices of Joe Gilso at 222-2100. If you want to, learn, to more, learn more about life care planning, you will have the opportunity to attend a free seminar on life care planning on Tuesday, August the 29th at Broadmoor Branch Library at 1212 Captain Shreve uh, Drive in Shreveport at 10 a.m. to hear Joe Gilso and Vicki Retz discuss life care planning. Call 222-2100 to reserve your seat at this August 29th seminar. Please join me in thanking the Willis Knight Physician Network for being the sponsor of The Best of Times Radio Hour to continue to bring valuable information and news to many, many thousands of listeners in the Arklatex. Our August issue, The Best of Times, is very popular. It's available at some of our 456 distribution locations. This issue is filled with puzzles and jumbles and games. It's a mental fitness edition, and many people have complimented us for helping them get back and going back to school for your brain to help them we've had i've had more doctors and uh to compliment us about having these various puzzles to help not just seniors but everybody in uh doing various mind puzzles and games
0: and i get one too right you
2: do you Yay. definitely do there are a few cabins available on our best of times cruise of Royal Caribbean cruise ship Splendor of the Seas leaving out of Galveston, Texas on a five-day cruise beginning on November 25th. If you're interested, call Jim Hart at Cruises Incorporated, 746-3745. That's 746-3745. Next Saturday, August the 19th, our one-hour live radio broadcast, The Best of Times, will take place again at 9 a.m. at Nurse Care Nursing and Rehab Center located at 1736 Irving Place in Shreveport, where we are going to have a historic radio show, where the Shreveport mayoral candidates will be my guests to answer questions about senior-related concerns and issues. In addition, there will be a senior health fair with over 50 exhibitors providing free health care screenings, health care information, and free giveaways and refreshments. Again, it's free admission, free parking, lots of free information. Pick up, an is- pick up a copy of the August issue, of The Best of Times, for more information. We'll be right back, but not a word from our sponsors and advertisers who make this radio show possible. You're listening to The Best of Times Radio Hour, sponsored by the willis Knight Physician Network, here on AM 1130 KDFKH. Home of the Legends and Home of the Best of Times Radio Hour.
1: Stick around for more of the best of times in just a few minutes on the Home of the Legends, AM 1130, KWKH.
5: Nurse Care Nursing and Rehabilitation Center is now under new management. Naturally, it's the same great care from trained professionals. But after $2.8 million in renovations, it's like a brand new place. Conveniently located off Line Avenue near Shumpert, Nurse Care Nursing and Rehabilitation Center is your long-term family for short-term care. Specializing in trachs and wound care. Nurse Care Nursing and Rehabilitation Center. Your family is our family.
0: Can you feed a person for a whole year for $100? Yes, you can. With the help of the Northwest Louisiana Food Bank, over 1,500 seniors are currently provided for through our Senior Leniap Program, but there are more seniors waiting. Stretch your donation dollars. Remember, your $100 donation sponsors one senior for an entire year. Call 675-2400 or visit nwlafoodbank.org. That's 675-2400. Live Oak Retirement Community,
6: a multi-faith community, has provided seniors with independent apartment living and a licensed health center. Live Oak Retirement Community has a variety of activities and services, including book reviews, music programs, religious services, educational programs, exciting day trips, a paved walking trail, and group transportation. Call 797-1900 for your tour of Live Oak Retirement Community. 797-1900. Live Oak Retirement Community. Senior Apartment Living and Health Center. The Metro Book works for advertisers in Shreveport. Here's attorney Jacqueline Scott.
0: Since I've been advertising the Metro Book, my business has increased tremendously. 99% of my clients are using the Metro Book.
6: And here's Wally Nowis of Bossier Eye Institute.
0: From
2: the business that we get from Metro Book, it is more than paid for itself. Get your ad in there because it seems to be more of a business standard nowadays.
6: Thanks, folks.
0: It's in the Metro Book. The Metro Book is everywhere.
1: 320-1130 is the number to the best of times on the Home of the Legends, AM 1130,
2: KWKH. Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, sponsored by the willis Knight Physician Network. I'm Gary Kaligas and thank you for listening to our radio show today. I do want to thank our friends at Coffee News who are printing in their weekly edition the upcoming radio show guest and topics of the Best of Times Radio Hour for their readers to to be reminded to tune into our radio show. I want to thank them. I also want to thank our friends at the Shreveport Times for occasionally printing stories about upcoming radio show guests and topics. Thank you for helping us Inform various people in the Architects to learn about our educational radio talk show, The Best of Times Radio Hour.
1: More of the Best of Times on the Home of the Legends, AM eleven thirty KWKH with Gary Coligas.
2: Welcome back to our show, The Best of Times Radio Hour, sponsored by the Willis Ninth Position Network. I'm Gary Kaligas, and thank you for listening to our radio show today. I'm pleased to have on my show Dr. Gary Joiner, a noted historian, professor of history at LSU in Shreveport, the CEO of Precision Cartographics in Shreveport, author of several books, including One Damn Blunder from the Beginning to the End, the Red River Campaign in 1864 the winner of the 2004 Albert Castile Award, the 2005 A.M. Pate Jr. Award. He has been a guest on the History Channel, many local television and radio stations, of course, including the Best of Times Radio Hour on two prior shows. He has was featured in the January 2006 issue of the Best of Times newspaper, where he discussed some of Louisiana's little-known facts. Good morning, Dr. Gary. Good morning. Glad to have you on the show today. Now, you've been a very popular guest. Even my mother called in to make sure that you were going to be coming in today. So I'm, I'm thrilled to have you on our show again today. And as I mentioned earlier, your your show is one of our frequently downloaded radio shows on the Best of Times Radio Hour website.
7: Well, I appreciate that. Uh, it's it's you, always a pleasure to be here.
2: You've inspired a lot of local people in the architects to, to be more enjoyable history. I know you enchant all your students at lsu but... You've inspired me and many others to get a more interest in history, so I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart for making me more interest in history.
7: Well, it's, uh, if you love something, people know it, and uh, hopefully you can inspire them as well.
2: Today we're going to discuss the new book, No Pardons to Ask, No Apologies to Make, a journal of William Henry King, the Gray's 20, uh, 28th Louisiana Infantry Regiment, edited by you and your lovely wife, Marilyn, who is... With us today in the audience, but she doesn't want to join the show, right?
7: Well, she's she's, she's sitting back up, here.
2: <laughs> she's holding up cue cards, right? That's it. That's holding up cue cards. But she's given us a lot of insight here, even before we started the show. I, well, I, I
7: learned a lot, as always.
2: Uh, and also, Clifton Carden, yes. is that his name? Who is the official Bosier Paris historian, production coordinator of the telecommunication department at the Bosier Paris Community college here in Boger City area, a great, great place, and a great telecommunications department, by the oh, way. Yes. I've, I've actually got, had the opportunity to visit them a couple of times. They're very good. So this new book is part of the series of Voices of the Civil War. Explain to listeners what, what is meant by that.
7: It's a series uh, out of the University of Tennessee Press, and it does one thing. It brings voices back, people who would have been lost to history and it uh, gives them uh, a chance to, to air what they said, and so it uh, it honors them.
2: Wow. Uh, so who was this William Henry King? He was a
7: Bossier Parish soldier. He was born in Alabama, um, lived for about 10 years in Bossier Parish before the war, and is uh, just a... Uh, a remarkable man. We have no idea where he went to college, but he is uh, wonderfully articulate, and he sounds like we
2: would sound. Yeah, I he sounds like we would sound? Yeah, I thought he used a lot more vocabulary than I ever would,
7: <laughs> he, ever would use. He has a terrific vocabulary, but he's not intimidating with it. He is easygoing uh, until he gets mad, and then he Goes into really wonderfully long speeches. He's he's uh, he's kind of guy you'd want to sit down with and and listen to, or or have him in your home and and have him for supper.
2: So he enlisted with his friends from Bozier Parish. But yes. I, I was when I'm reading it, he was living in Texas, wasn't he? He lives in Texas for a while.
7: Uh, he has a lot of uh, relatives in East Texas and. Uh, in very southern Arkansas and about half a northern Bozier Parish.
2: Half a northern. And then he he was one of 800, I, I, something I remember, one of 800 of 4,000 4, people in the, in the parish. Something enlisted? Yes. Which, I don't know if you brought it up or Dr. Webb brought it up, that seemed like a high percentage. Um, patriotism. Yeah. Uh,
7: if you're able-bodied and and you're a, a, a male really uh, above the age of about 16,
2: you're, you're going to be in it. And he volunteered for a 12-month period, then it became longer than that.
7: Yes, it, it's for the duration of the war.
2: So how did you find out about him, and how did you find out about this particular journal? Well, the journal sits
7: in the Texas State Archives in Austin, but there's a copy in the Bozier History Center.
2: So how did it end up being in Texas?
7: We have no idea. A lady came in in 1942 and sold it to... Uh, the state for $150 (laughs) and the family has no idea
2: and where did this lady come up with it we don't know wow but the
7: archivists thought that it was good enough that during world war ii they paid $150 for it they also put a hold on it so that a family member had to give permission to publish and that's why it's never been published uh cliff carden was able to crack the mystery and we got permission to publish and
2: so we we, there we went. So we found a great great great.
7: Yes, great great granddaughter.
2: Who's living in
7: Fort Worth, Charlie Hampton.
2: And she said it was great great news. She, and initially,
7: she, she said no. Oh. She didn't want anybody making money off of her family, particularly off of, of this man. And we assured her that we were not going to become rich. We wanted his voice out there. And then she she has become our I think our greatest fan.
2: But I know that you smoothed her very deluxely, right? Cliff did
7: most of it. Oh, but I, I have yeah. emailed her and talked to her, and she's just delightful. I love
2: so her. after all those years, I mean, this, this is over many hundreds of hundred plus years old. Dying. Oh, yeah. I mean, it it 18, was
7: uh, It was written in 1860. And it 1860,
2: was in great condition right. in 1942. Yes. Yes. So then it was brought to, to y'all to start. During the major process, how long did it take you, Marilyn, and others to compile this?
7: We worked on this thing on and off for about 10 years, most of which was working slowly trying to figure out who people were. And then once we got permission from the family, it went pretty fast. Marilyn did the transcription. Cliff did all of the history and genealogical work and the Bozier
2: families.
7: And I did all of the Civil War and, and politics.
2: Well... I want to commend you. I'm sure it took it was painstaking deciphering any type of journal that's handwritten. It takes some skill to decipher that, especially some of the words he used. Yeah. I would have to think about: Am I spelling this right? Is this the right word he re, really talking about? Nineteenth century. Con- spelling so the condition wrong. of the journal was was wonderful. The uh, but I was amazed how how big a journal was this because the book it's with, small, with small te- with small text. It's ledger size. Ledger size. So massive. So he carried this ledger, this journal around with him a lot? He
7: apparently carried small pocket uh, memo pads, uh, like a memo pad, and then he would transcribe those into his journal. Oh. And so he did carry it around with him, and he he walks all over the place. He's a uh, he knapsack. Very,
2: he has that item in back of his knapsack. He yeah. is
7: very peripatetic. So, why why is this journal important? He is, I think, the most unusual diarist I have read from either side in the Civil War, and I've read hundreds of
2: them. Okay, why is he unusual?
7: He never fires a shot in anger. He doesn't. Uh, he does. He almost does once at Bisland in South Louisiana. Uh, he uh, has chronic health problems, and they get worse. He, in two and a half years, he sees no less than twenty-five doctors,
2: <laughs> and he gets,
7: he gets into some
2: horrible yes. health problems.
7: And he uh, is
2: also given... He has a heart problem. He has heart condition He he has,
7: a, he has a gastrointestinal it's problem. Uh, and At various times, they give him things to either make him go to the bathroom or to stop him from going to the bathroom. And since he doesn't have the quality of health care that we have today, they gave him things like laudanum, which if you've seen John Wayne's The Shootist, you know he was on laudanum. They, they gave it to cancer patients, They it's uh, it's pretty heavy duty. It's liquid opium and grain
2: alcohol. Ooh. It's sort of like a highball
7: on, on, on
2: steroids. <laughs> so are there other journals written of a perspective of a soldier's view of both the Union side and the Confederate side? Oh, Many yes. Many of them? Many uh, of them?
7: There, there, there are a few that are this good. I happen to be working on one from a Union captain uh, from Iowa. Uh, who I would love to put these two men together. This other guy is a German uh, from uh, Muscatine, Iowa. And although I think they would have a fist fight over politics, after that they'd probably become friends because they are equally intelligent.
2: So the use of the language I was found quite impressive for this individual. Uh, uh, Mr. King, do we know where he was schooled and how? I mean, it was so elaborate. No, we They're do so not colorful. know. His descriptions were just like poetic in a way.
7: He he writes from a highly educated standpoint, but he is not intimidating with it. That's the key to it. He is very, very readable. We have no clue where he went to college. We know that his grandparents left money for the education of the grandchildren. He was the second um son. The oldest son is going to be killed in the war. He is also uh, in line, he certainly he was educated, but we don't know where the family has no clue.
2: Well, some of the the, the sections of his journal to me would re- read like a a script in a movie. Yes, I agree. I mean, if, it, if you want to do a movie, come and talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk, be had, <laughs> but I mean, some of them it was so elaborate and so colorful and so and so yes. much involved that I uh, it was appeared that he was liked by a lot of his. Uh, peer people, the yes. privates, he was, oh, yes. he was well-liked. Yes. And he, he was so compassionate. And I loved some of his comments about dancing, though. Uh. Yeah. He's,
7: <laughs> well, he, he has opinions on almost
2: everything. 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 Uh,
7: politics. Yes. We learn things from him that we never knew. We just did not know anything about Shreveport, for example. He, we know what happened in Shreveport. He's here. He's on Kirby Smith's staff. He, as a private, and he reports everything. He's—I like to say that he's half National Enquirer reporter and half (laughs) National Geographic reporter. Every rumor.
2: We're going to talk about that. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio Hour, sponsored by the Willis Knight Physician Network here on AM 1130, KWKH, home of the legends.
1: There's more of the best of times to come on the Home of the Legends, AM 1130,
4: KWKH. Hey, I'm Woodard Scott. You know, the last thing that you want to do to keep your gutters clean is to climb a dangerous ladder. You need to call my good friends at Gutter Helmet.
3: With Gutter Helmet, you'll
4: never clean your gutters again.
3: Water goes in, but leaves and pine needles stay out. No hassles, and you won't have to worry about clogged gutters ever again.
4: Climbing steep ladders to keep your gutters clean and free flowing is messy and it's dangerous. Get peace of mind with Gutter Helmet. Join the hundreds of thousands of happy homeowners who will never climb another dangerous ladder to clean gutters. Gutter
3: Helmet is professionally installed over your existing full-size gutters, and you'll never worry about cleaning your gutters again. It's the number one gutter protection system in the world. Gutter Helmet of North Louisiana.
6: Call toll-free 800-284-9777 or visit online at gutterhelmet.com. 800-284-9777.
4: Call my good friends at Gutter Helmet and never clean your gutters again. The Metro Book
6: works for advertisers in Shreveport. Here's attorney Jacqueline Scott.
0: Since I've been advertising in the Metro Book, my business has increased tremendously. 99% of my clients are using the Metro Book.
6: And here's Wally Nowas of Bozier Eye Institute.
0: From the business that we get from Metro Book, it is more than paid for itself.
2: Get your ad in there because it seems to be more of a business standard nowadays.
6: Thanks, folks.
2: It's in the Metro Book. The Metro Book is everywhere.
6: Live Oak Retirement Community, a multi-faith community, has provided seniors with independent apartment living and a licensed health center. Live Oak Retirement Community has a variety of activities and services, including book reviews, music programs, religious services, educational programs, exciting day trips, a paved walking trail, and group transportation. Call 797-1900 for your tour of Live Oak Retirement Community. 797-1900, Live Oak Retirement Community, Senior Apartment Living and Health Center
5: all the artists are in the Country Music Hall of Fame? Find out on kwkhonline.com. We show you the greatest and play you the greatest on the Home of the Legends, KWKH.
1: More of the best of times on the Home of the Legends, AM 1130, KWKH, with Gary Kaligas.
2: Welcome back to our show, the Best of Times Radio Hour, sponsored by the Willis night Position Network. I'm Gary Caligas. Thank you for listening to our show today. I am quite honored and privileged to have on my show Dr. Gary Jorner discussing the book No Pardons to Ask, No Apologies to Make, a Book in the Voice of the Civil War series. Well, Dr. Gary, this has been I've been learning more about the rest of the story about this book and other items. I know our listeners are finding it quite fascinating. Um, what motivated Mr. King, to enlist and fight?
7: He joins the army, he thinks. He joins twice, actually, Um, two days after New Orleans fell. And there were a lot of people in the south, in the deep south, who, although they may have supported the war, maybe they didn't, Um, they were going to just ride it out. And then when New Orleans falls, they start thinking, you know, it's close. This is going to affect me and my family. I need to get into it. And that's when he does. He is hes a patriot. He loves America, but he also loves his state. And, and he is a very deep philosophical type of individual. He he has a sense that you know there, there are some things that are right, some things that are wrong. And, and he sees the Union invasion as that, an invasion.
2: Yes, I notice he uses that word a lot. Oh, he does.
7: If they would just leave us alone, we would handle things ourselves.
2: And um, was he a slave owner?
7: No, no, absolutely not. But he was only one in ten of the uh, southern um, soldiers were slave owners or families of slave owners.
2: Was he loyal to the cause? Yes. As you said, he's quite loyal.
7: Yes, absolutely. And and that's where the title comes from. Uh, after the war, he he writes uh, some information down that he calls his extras. And he says, you know, for, for better or worse, uh, this is me. This is what I thought. This is how I am. And I, I have uh, literally uh, no pardons to ask, and I have no apologies to make for what I thought.
2: He goes on and on about his impression of the Army and of the officers.
7: Oh, yes. I know we could talk it's, about this for oh, hours. Yes. He is a He Oh, yes. He is a private true and true. He ends up as a sergeant, but he's always in his mind he's a private he doesn't like officers he he thinks that they don't know what they're doing and he thinks he has more common sense than they do
2: and uh, he goes on and on about and might might tell our listeners about this about sleeping in the open air and not in a tent
7: yes and we have he, all these
2: tents available in Monroe but nobody wants to go get them that's right
7: he under, he does not understand logistics and he thinks that all logistics officers uh, basically need to be shot. And so sometimes they give him tents and he wants to sleep out in the open air and they won't let them. Then they take their tents away and he says, well, why did they do that? It's it's always, the grass is always greener on the other side. I mean, that's the way you look at
2: it. And then I, I noticed he he compares different officers in their training of the various troops. Uh, he, he he says, well, this officer did it this way. Why are you yes. doing it this way? That's right. He, he really thinks... A lot and um and what what does the officers tell him
7: uh well, it's it depends on way. the officer op- that's right <laughs> you're going to do it my way or else, and sometimes the officers get into fights because they don't like the way somebody else is doing something,
2: and he it's remarkable he, and he loves to uh confront them occasionally. I think he's sometimes respected, but i I think sometimes i I get the feeling that um. That he's respectful of them, but he's also wants, wants to, he doesn't understand they don't listen, right? That's right. He, That's right.
7: They don't they don't respect his opinion. <laughs> he hates that.
2: The other aspect of this book, and I think you talked about it earlier, is the gentleman, Mr. King, and several, many, many other soldiers were quite ill oh, in this yes. campaign. Yes. They seem like yes. they lost more people, more soldiers due to illness. Both sides did. Both sides. But, yes. but, in this, but in this particular story, his reflections, he, was, he talks about his friends and people. He's more ill. We, he a remark,
7: along. someone died, poor so-and-so died. We, you know, we buried him today, or we took his body back
2: to, to home. So the conditions were that?
7: Yes. Think, think of it this way. Uh, if, if you're somebody from the country and you haven't been around a lot of people in, a, in an urban environment, you're not going to get a lot of diseases because you're not around people to have them transmitted to you. Think of when you go to kindergarten or first grade for the first time, and all of a sudden you start getting the sniffles. Well, men in camp were the same way, and so they end up with all kinds of, of, of problems.
2: And he um, saw a lot of um, different doctors, didn't he? Twenty-five.
7: <laughs> during, during the course of his military career, I counted 25 doctors some good, most bad.
2: He served in Shreveport. So what did he do here while he was in Shreveport?
7: He did a lot of things. He was a provost guard, basically a military policeman. He was, uh, he guarded the hospital. He he guarded the ironclad Missouri. Uh, He walked guard duty downtown and and in what he calls Mugginsville, which used to be St. Paul's Bottoms or today Ledbetter Heights. Uh, He was on Kirby Smith's staff. He acted as a clerk in a court martial. He did all kinds of things.
2: Uh, he writes a lot of news. I think you mentioned earlier he's like a, yes. a news reporter.
7: He reads newspapers, anything he can get. He's an avid reader and he reports all these rumors that he gets people coming in and it proves something that we suspected but we did not know. We thought I as a military historian, a Civil War historian, thought that that the Trans-Mississippi, that part of the Confederacy that we're in, west of the Mississippi, was so far removed that nobody really knew what was going on. He knew what was happening in Virginia within a week, right even at the end of the war.
2: and knew it. But some of it was rumors, some of it was fact, some of it was fiction,
7: right? Some of all, but the main event the things that everybody knew about, we heard here, we being the people who were here. Somebody was tapping in the telegraph lines, either the Union lines or the Confederate lines that were still up. They were still able to get information very, very quickly. And of course, he's reading newspapers that were smuggled over too. He's he's really a remarkable guy.
2: So later on, he's He's um, taken prisoner. So tell us tell a little bit about that.
7: Yeah, he gets, he gets down to Bisland down in Saint Mary Parish, and he's about to finally get into the war. He, he gets diarrhea, and he gets. They take him into a to a, a house, and they say, "Don't worry. Before we leave, we're going to send a steamboat, and we'll pick you up." And he he stands up and he goes to the door, and he sees the chimneys or the smokestacks as the boat is moving off. They've left him. And so the Union forces come in, and they take him by train to Algiers across from New Orleans to the Belleville Foundry, where they bring him back to health, And then they uh, parole him, which means he had to go back home. And they took him by steamboat to Fort Hudson while it was under siege. He got a pass to get through the lines. He walked to Natchez. He crosses over on a ferry. He goes all the way up, mostly, mostly by foot, to Monroe. Whoa. Sick again, then walks home. He he he's so good. He makes it from Northern Bosier Parish near Plain in Collinsburg to West Monroe, which was then called Trenton, consistently in six days, walking.
2: Remarkable, he is. So, I was when I'm reading this. What happened to him after the war? It, it appears somewhere in that he's a medical doctor. He went well, to be. He's seen so many doctors. Well, he
7: becomes a pharmacist. <laughs> All those drugs. Finally, what was uh, the other
2: word that that's used in the book? Um, he was
7: a phrenologist, which was a, a 19th century. It was it was considered to be something of a science. It's a false science, but he was uh, he was a guy who studied the bumps on your head to see what you were like. He was also the postmaster in Forestburg, Texas, in Montague County.
2: So he wasn't a medical doctor, but no. he was. He ended up being a pharmacist. He a was pastor. a pharmacist. And, and, but back in the 1860s and 70s, how many different drugs were and liniments and, and, you know, and all those kind of oh, things? Lots, lots of them?
7: lots, lots of things.
2: Wow. We're going to be right back. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio hours, sponsored by the Willis Knight Physician Network, here on AM 1130, KWKH, Home of the Legends.
1: Stick around for more of the Best of Times in just a few minutes on the Home of the Legends, AM 1130, KWKH.
6: sickness and in health that's a phrase you normally hear at weddings as couples express their love for one another but it could also apply to your relationship with your physician the doctors at the willis Knighton physician network take your health and illnesses seriously they offer almost 200 physicians in 35 specialties all committed to caring for the needs of patients like you right here in northwest louisiana and because the Willis-Knighton Physician Network is associated with the area's leading health system, you'll have access to the latest techniques and technologies when health problems occur. If you're looking for a doctor for you or your loved ones, look to the Willis-Knighton Physician Network. Doctors to care for you at every age and stage of life. Doctors dedicated to you in sickness and in health. To find a doctor in the Willis-Knighton Physician Network, call HealthMatch at 212-9562.
4: Hey, I'm Water Scott. You know, the last thing that you want to do to keep your gutters clean is to climb a dangerous ladder. You need to call my good friends at Gutter Helmet.
3: With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. Water goes in, but leaves and pine needles stay out. No hassles, and you won't have to worry about clogged gutters ever again.
4: Climbing steep ladders to keep your gutters clean and free flowing is messy and it's dangerous. Get peace of mind with Gutter Helmet. Join the hundreds of thousands of happy homeowners who will never climb another dangerous ladder to clean gutters.
3: Gutter Helmet is professionally installed over your existing full-size gutters, and you'll never worry about cleaning your gutters again. It's the number one gutter protection system in the world. Gutter Helmet of North Louisiana. Call toll-free
6: 800-284-9777 or visit online at gutterhelmet.com.
4: 800-284-9777. Call my good friends at Gutter Helmet and never clean your gutters again.
1: More of the Best of Times on the Home of the Legends, AM 1130, KWKH, with Gary Coligas.
2: Welcome back to our show, The Best of Times Radio Hour, sponsored by the Willis Knight Position Network. I'm Gary Coligas. Thank you for listening to our show today. I'm honored again to have on my show Dr. Gary Joyner discussing the new book, No Pardons to Ask, No Apologies to Make. A book in the Voices of Civil War series. You can pick up the, that book at Barnes & Noble. Yes. Uh, and other locations, Tower, just Tower and all the other bookstores in the area hey, have Tower it. has them. Um, um, local area. You can also go to um, Amazon.com and several other, the online item, item. And you can also go to the Best of Times uh, website where you can also click on, and you know, it will click on to, to tell you how you can get this book. It's a fantastic book. I encourage all of our readers out there who are definitely history buffs and Civil War buffs to to pick up this book as soon as possible. It's great great reading.
7: I'm prejudiced about him, but I really do like him. He I think this is the best diary I've read out of the Civil War period.
2: And but another item about this diary that I've never seen before is at the end of the book. It has a section called extras.
7: Extras. So he is it. unique in that.
2: So tell our listeners about what extras mean. Like extra, extra, that's That's,
7: where it comes from. Because most of the newspapers, uh, between their regularly published dates, like if they're a weekly or a monthly, will do an extra.
2: Great idea. The best of times could come up with an extra.
7: You could have a Wednesday (laughs) version called extra. And that's what he does. He never writes a journal before the war. He doesn't write one after the war. But in 1879, he picks up the diary for the first time with the intent of rereading it, and he does not change anything he he does uh, punctuation he says that, but he doesn't change anything and then he adds a section which he calls extras. He wants people, maybe he, even himself, to know that since the South lost the war, he wants to put down what he thought and what he believed to be important poems sometimes newspaper accounts, sometimes just thoughts. And th- this thing stands alone. It, it, it could be its own work. And it is, I think, Until so a listener, important. It's
2: not just a couple of pages. Oh, no.
7: It goes on and on and on. It's about 25 pages of, of text. And then it was so detailed that uh, Marilyn actually did the editing on that uh, to find out what he was talking about, because he'll just throw out a name, and the name is, is uh, if you're a historian, you're going to know some of these people, but he was being uh, uh, just, uh, I, I really don't have a word for it other than picky. He just wanted to say, write down for posterity, even if it's only for him, why he thought things were important.
2: And is this common in other people's journals? No. It's not common. I think it's almost unique. Where did he got the idea from? From from the the
7: extras in the newspapers.
2: The other item that I want to mention is when I was reading this, it took me a long time to read it because you have a lot of footnotes.
7: There are a thousand footnotes. (laughs)
2: There There are
7: literally there's a thousand footnotes. I had a thousand and one. I took one out because it was redundant.
2: But it's very elaborate that you do all these references. It's it's amazing to me. Well, I'm, I have read a lot of books with not that, not that many
7: footnotes. What I am most proud of, I think, out of all of this, not only in bringing uh, William Henry King back uh, for people to understand, is that but between or among Cliff and Marilyn and myself, we were able to identify, I believe, all but four people that he mentioned. All but four and, and those four were people in Boger where he only says a last name and there and it's a too common of a last name for us to know. We found every relative we out of his company of a hundred men uh, there were only four we could not
2: identify that's a remarkable feat I'm proud of that uh, I also noticed that in the book. Toward the back if I remember was it next or was an extra is another section I can't remember exactly you even list the agora the, the submarines which were
7: here in in, in, the, in, in the area he, he helped us identify vessels that were on the Red River and this is something you'll find no other place um, 10 15 years ago I would have been able to tell you that there were four to six vessels on the Red River um, we have a list of over 30 operating out of Shreveport during the war between
2: 1863 and 1865. Is that yeah. remarkable? Yes. And, and uh, let's talk about a little sideline here. You said that, <clears throat> are you still looking for those four unnamed submarines which were lost in the Red oh, River? Oh,
7: yes. Periodically we, we will uh, look. We looked uh, in February, and when people ask, I always tell them, well, we, we know where they're not.
2: We should contact that National Treasure's move uh, on NBC and yes. tell them to make that It'd be a, a project to come here to find out. That.
7: that would be, be good.
2: That would be good. So are, are we are getting closer to solve this mystery?
7: Yeah, I think so. Stay tuned. I think so.
2: All those developments among Rev River going to uncover it possibly? I think so. Uh,
7: one of these days, they're probably under land or they were melted down, and we may have found them as slag. We're not sure. We found the ravine where they uh, near where they were built. Melted down. It could be After the War by the Jones Brothers Foundry. Uh, Hard to say.
2: So tell our listeners, we talked about this, but tell our listeners about other books you're working on.
7: I have another book coming out in October called Through the Howling Wilderness, which is a a campaign study. It's the long version of One Damn Blunder from Beginning to End. It's actually my dissertation uh, when I got my Ph.D., but I I added a lot of, of things that I couldn't do in the first book because of space. And it's not just a rehash. There's a lot of new information in
2: it. So from the book, from from the journal of of Mr. King, you gleam new information to include in your book? Oh, yes.
7: Oh, yes. He is one of my sources. There's no doubt about it.
2: Uh, And this is going to be available when?
7: Uh, It's uh, coming out from the University of Tennessee Press uh, about October 1st.
2: And last but not least, you're of course teaching at LSU S in history. Are you, anything related to the Civil War is going to be happening. Yeah, I'm going
7: to be I'm going to be teaching uh, this uh, fall semester a class on Louisiana and the Civil War. Wow.
2: So we we hope other people, not just students, will pick it up. Maybe others will senior citizens and others that want to come over and take a course there can de- can definitely yes. sign up to uh, listen in. I know you're a fantastic lecturer. I've oh, learned yeah. a lot just by today's show. You're very
7: kind. We, we have a service at LSU that if you're over 65, yeah. you can come in for free and take a class. That is true. So if we got room, come on in. We love it. You
2: we, can audit it. We have um, uh, promoted that in the best of times and told a lot of people about those particular programs. And I know a lot of, a lot of senior citizens and in the, oh, yes. the best of times have been taking uh, benefit of that particular option.
7: I love having seniors in my classes. Oh, love it. Absolutely great. love it because they add so much.
2: And they bring back some history, too. Yes, right?
7: they do.
2: Well, I do thank you for being part of our show again. Again, we're discussing the discuss the book, No Pardons to Ask, No Apologies to Make. You can pick it up at local bookstores. Uh, you can log on to our website at www.thebestoftimesnews.com to find more information about it. You can go to www.utpress.org, or you can visit amazon.com and others. Uh, you can visit... Dr. Gary Joiner has a website for information. That's www.garyjoiner. That's J O I N E R. dot Yes, and to go log on to his website, I didn't even know he had a website. I'm really proud to. I'm proud about that, so you can learn more about him and his other books and other research. Is this a interactive website? You'll be answering people's questions. Oh, let's make it interactive in the near future.
7: It, in in the near future. In the near future. It's up. It, it's a new thing. Uh, Marilyn gave it to me as a Father's
2: Day. Well. Again, thank you for being part of our show. I know all of our listeners out there really appreciate it, and I hope they're all going to pick up this book, and I'm sure there's going to be a shortage of various books available in the local bookstores.
7: Well, uh, go out and buy it. We'll get more in. I
2: know you will. We'll be right back. Thank you again for being part of the show, and um, really enjoyed you having Dr. Gary part of the show today. We'll be right back. More More news you can use and information that you need. You're listening to the Best of Times Radio. We're sponsored by the Willis Knight Physician Network here on AM 1130 KWKH, Home of the Legends.
1: There's more of the best of times to come on the Home of the Legends, AM 1130
5: KWKH. Nurse Care Nursing and Rehabilitation Center is now under new management. Naturally, it's the same great care from trained professionals, but after $2.8 million in renovations, it's like a brand new place. Conveniently located off Line Avenue near Shumpert, Nurse Care Nursing and Rehabilitation Center is your long-term family for short-term care. Specializing in trachs and wound care, Nurse Care Nursing and Rehabilitation Center. Your family is our
4: family. Hey, I'm Leonard Scott. You know, the last thing that you want to do to keep your gutters clean is to climb a dangerous ladder. You need to call my good friends at Gutter Helmet.
3: With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. Water goes in, but leaves and pine needles stay out.
4: No hassles, and you won't have to worry about clogged gutters ever again. Climbing steep ladders to keep your gutters clean and free-flowing is messy, and it's dangerous. Get peace of mind with Gutter Helmet. Join the hundreds of thousands of happy homeowners who will never climb another dangerous ladder to clean gutters.
3: Gutter Helmet is professionally installed over your existing full-size gutters, and you'll never worry about cleaning your gutters again. It's the number one gutter protection system in the world. Gutter
6: Helmet of North Louisiana. Call toll-free 800-284-9777 or visit online at gutterhelmet.com. 800-284-9777. Call
4: my good friends at Gutter Helmet. Gutter Helmet. And never clean your gutters again.
0: Can you feed a person for a whole year for $100? Yes, you can. With the help of the Northwest Louisiana Food Bank, over 1,500 seniors are currently provided for through our Senior Leniap Program. But there are more seniors waiting. Stretch your donation dollars. Remember, your $100 donation sponsors one senior for an entire year. Call 675-2400 or visit nwlafoodbank.org. That's
1: 675-2400. More of the best of times on the home of the legends. AM 1130, KWKH with Gary Caligas.
2: Welcome back to our show, the best of times radio hour, sponsored by the willis Knight Physician Network. Remember, next Saturday, tune in to Best of Times Radio Hour. We're going to have the Shreveport Mayorial Candidates on my radio show telling us what they're planning to do to improve the services and benefits for seniors in the area. Remember, it's going to be take its live radio show. You can come to be part of the audience located at Nurse Care Nursing and Rehab Center, located at 1736 Irving Place in Shreveport. Also, we're going to be having a large senior health fair with lots of free health care screenings, health information, and door prizes. But let's talk a little bit about historical information about the Shreveport mayors in the past. I've still got Dr. Jorner in here. So, so, Gary, tell us, who was the most first popularly elected mayor of Shreveport? Uh,
7: John Octavius Sewell. He was killed in a duel in 1840.
2: Poor guy, killed in a duel. And how many mayors from Shreveport went on to bigger political offices? Uh, John Morgan
7: Landrum became a congressman. Uh, he walked off the floor of Congress in 1870. Only one
2: of our mayors moved yes. on. How many Jewish mayors did we have?
7: Uh, we had some. Uh, the first one um, was Samuel Levy, elected in
2: 1873.
7: Youngest mayor? Youngest mayor uh, in the 20th century is James C. Gardner. The youngest mayor overall is Alec Borman.
2: So how many people have served as mayor?
7: Um, let's see, different people. We have 46 people in 87 mayoral terms. If you want some information, go to Eric Brock's History of uh,
2: Shreveport. Eric Brock. <laughs> May God bless you and your family. God bless America. I'm Gary Kaligas, wishing you and yours the best of times both today and every day. Have a wonderful day.
1: You've been listening to the best of times on the Home of the Legends, AM 1130, KWKH. Join us again next Saturday at 9 for the best of times. This is KWKH Report,
3: a clear channel station.